happy birthday to us happy birthday guys happy birthday to me i'm just gonna pretend you said happy birthday the podcast turned two years old on monday and it was so sweet um i had completely forgotten about it and then instagram like story archives reminded me that last year i was like happy birthday and then i was like oh my gosh it's please only the table's second birthday so i just wanted to say thank you guys for listening every week and supporting me and the business for so long um we've had like heaps of downloads i think i was looking at it and it was like over 3k which is like a lot because i don't i don't think i registered that people listen to this when i'm recording and i think it's better for my piece that way but i do want to say thank you for your encouragement i know there was a time where i stopped doing it completely because i just was going through a lot in life and didn't feel deserving of having any sort of platform but we're back and we're better and for those who've been listening for a long time i guess you know that we've been doing this for like more than two years i think it's like three years now since i first started it but um since it became please don't leave the table it's been two years so that's why i say happy birthday so happy birthday to us we're killing it and here's to many more birthdays today i'll be talking about learning to be alone and this actually stemmed from my therapy session last week because i used to go to bi-weekly is that what bi-weekly means like every second week and well fortnightly i used to go to therapy and now i go every month because i'm doing a lot better and i find that every fortnight like I don't have much to talk about so we moved it to a month so I saw my therapist for the first time in in a month um last week and I was just updating him on my life and I was telling him about all the things I've gotten up to lately to give him a bit of a rundown and he actually stopped me in the middle of my stories and was like you know what Celine I don't even think you've realized but at the beginning of our sessions together you were saying that you were so scared to go to places and to do things alone and you wanted to be more independent and I really do think that you've achieved that goal and I was like oh yeah I was like you're right you're right I did that so I thought it would be great to go down memory lane and to reflect on that together because I don't think that I'm the only person who's ever experienced this and I don't think this will be the only time I ever experienced this you know like now I feel like I'm more independent but I could go through a season again where I feel like you know I'm like not independent and like I will need these things again so if this is you or you might need this later then I hope that I can give you guys some tips on how to integrate more independence into your life how to spend more intentional time alone and really how it's benefited me because it has really changed my outlook on life it's changed who I am and how I show up in my relationships and how I show up at work and how I show up for myself so I just kind of wanted to to have a chat with you guys and hopefully this helps so to start off with let's get into why it's good to be alone number one you get to focus on the things that you like to do without feeling bad for dragging someone else into it If you've always wanted to take a pottery class but no one wants to go with you, that doesn't mean that you have to miss out on something that you want to do. Life is short. Go alone. And yesterday I actually had this because I was feeling a bit like groggy and I was like, look, I'm going to go to the beach. I want to go to the beach. And I drive to the beach and I get into the car park and the car park for some reason was full. And I was like, oh shit, there's going to be heaps of people and then I'm going to go there and I'm going to have to find a spot amongst all these people to put my towel down and my bag and then I'm going to have to walk all the way into the water by myself and swim by myself. And honestly, if you've ever had like 
anxiety of being alone, then you know what I'm talking about. It's like you're thinking about everything so that you can excuse yourself from going. So I, I get to the car park, I park my little car, and I'm like, oh, gosh, I do not want to leave. I don't want to leave the car. And so I'm like, you know what? Let's spend some five minutes on TikTok. I don't really know why that helped, but just scrolling, I guess, kind of cut through my anxiety. And then I, I was like, you know what? Let's go. And I did three, two, one, get up, and I left the car. I walked down to the beach, and it's really empty. It's just like a bunch of moms with their children. And I was like, oh, I was like stressed for nothing. So I ended up reading for a bit because I was just like waiting to get a bit warm so I could get into the water because it was kind of windy yesterday. And then I got in and I felt so good. And then I went to work yesterday and I was working like two shifts back to back and I felt so recharged, so refreshed. So I know that a lot of the times we'll want to go to a museum, we'll want to go to a park, we want to, you know, go to the beach, we want to go shopping, we want to go to see a movie. And we never do it because we're waiting on someone to go with us and do things with us. And you know, that's not a bad thing. Humans are social. We love interaction with other people. But it is hindering in the fact that you don't get to live your life to the fullest and take advantage of every single day when you're always waiting on someone to give the go-ahead and the green light that you should go and you should do something. So you get to focus on what you like to do. And then you don't have to feel bad for dragging anyone else like if they're not really into the thing that you want to go to. Number two, when you're alone, you have the brain space to reflect on your life. And that means extra time to reflect on relationships, your career, whether it's your mental or physical health, your passions, your dreams. I find that time alone helps because it means that there's more quiet to actually allow you to think about these things. When I'm by myself in my room, just like cleaning up or whatever, I have time to reflect on, hey, that hangout with Jenny last week was kind of draining for me and I don't feel so good or oh my gosh hanging out with Susie yesterday was so rejuvenating and I love that friendship or I'm in a relationship I have a new significant other what do I actually think about them when they're not here because I think that distance away from certain people in certain environments allows us to clearly think about them and then we can kind of like do a little self-evaluation and like a little bit of a life admin sort of on our lives. So I think that time alone has given me more quiet to think about the things that are important to me, the things that I could do without, and then kind of reassess that way. Number three, you learn so much more about yourself. You learn what makes you bored and then what you can do when you're bored in order to combat that and spark joy for yourself, who you want to be, who you don't want to be, the parts of yourself that you like, the parts of yourself that you don't like. It gives you also more space to be vulnerable. Now, I will always say that like I have I have like tendency sometimes to be a little bit masculine in the way that I think and feel about certain situations. Like I never like to um give people my emotions I mean, which is completely opposite of what I do on the podcast, but it's easier because I'm by myself when I'm recording. But For other people, I always feel bad when I dump heavy things on them or if I'm like, hey, I'm not doing so well. Like, I always feel bad because I'm like, oh, I feel like I'm bringing down the mood. But when I'm by myself, I have a chance to actually open up and be more vulnerable and be more in touch with my emotions and cry if I need to cry or journal and and, and really be honest with myself or meditate or whatever the, the thing that I need to do is. I find that I can do that. 
I can dance around my room to all my favorite music because I'm by myself. It gives you more time to learn about yourself, to be yourself, to spend time in your own skin without the pressure of other people watching. Number four, you might not realize it, but the chances are that you spend so much time around other people. This could be at work, it could be school, university, social things, going grocery shopping, being around family, friends, having a significant other. Over time, all of these interactions add up and then when we actually stop to look at them, they kind of don't leave time for us to recharge our social battery. And this is actually like a really interesting point because I found that keeping up with friends, university, work, going to church, running errands, visiting my family, being in a relationship, by the end of the week or the day, I would feel so exhausted, but I thought I was fine because I didn't know any different. And it wasn't until I kind of stripped everything back, I lost a few relationships in my life, um, I realized how long the 24 hours in a day is and how much time I actually have. And I've got four jobs and uni's done for the year. I'm freshly single and now I'm trying to look after myself and work on spending more intentional time alone. And people kind of like ask me, when I say I have four jobs, people are like, you're always working. Like, how do you have time and energy for all of that? And I feel like lately I've realized that I feel so recharged with all this time alone. I feel so ready for all the other people and things in my life because of the fact that I'm looking after myself intentionally and my health intentionally. Spending more time alone for me heals me and it makes me feel more prepared and to make space for the other things and the other people in my life. I am the busiest I have been all year, but I feel really good and I feel really like I don't know how to explain it. It's almost like, oh, I'm doing things so I feel productive and that's that's helping that side of me and validating that side of me. But I also have enough downtime to just sit on my bed and scroll on my phone if that's really what I want to do. And so I feel like finding a balance, finding a little middle ground where you're looking after yourself but also still meeting your obligations, your responsibilities, it just helps to keep it all balanced and to keep you feeling really good. For number five, which is my last reason why spending time alone is really good, I kind of want to use the analogy of a battery. For your mental health specifically, voluntary and intentional solitude is really, really important. According to Psych Central, I feel so smart (laughs) quoting someone, feeling agitated, chronically stressed or fatigued could be signs that you need to schedule some time for yourself. Spending time alone can have a restorative effect on your mental health and I really love the use of the word restorative because I I feel like it relates to the battery prior to every commitment that you have in your life every responsibility you should be your first commitment your first priority and if you are spiritual religious whatever I'll also place God here or whatever you believe in if you have a faith It's you and the source of your life, whatever that might be for you. That's it. That's your first priority. You need to make sure you're good. And so making sure you're charged at at least above 80%. And then you can go and spend time with people you love, which I feel like is like the next tier on that list. Depending on who you're around, though, your battery will either be charged and could go up to like 82 or it can drop down to the 70s. And I know that it's really life is about balance that's what I'm learning is that you can't have all good and you can't have all bad because it will drive you nuts and I know that there are people in your life that maybe are draining you a little bit but 
they might be your family, they might be your best friend, and your best friend might just be going through a hard time, and it's just draining to be around the best friend right now. And I'm not saying that you should go ahead and cut everyone who is draining your energy, because I don't think that's possible. You could be drained from work, you could be drained from university because your tutor is an asshole, but like, you, you just have to do it. So for all of the people in your life that are draining your energy, or places and environments that are draining your energy, I would say... Just be careful of how long you spend around this kind of energy. Because if it's only for like 30 minutes or less, or like you're just in a class once a week or once a fortnight with this tutor that you don't really like, it's it's fine. It doesn't really affect you. If you're really recharged in the right ways, you can kind of afford to lose a little bit of battery. But then if you're at 10% and then you go to this class, you end up at zero and then you feel even worse whereas if you show up to the class at 100 you're only going down to 90 which is still pretty pretty high so I would say that you guys use your discretion for that and then after all of your loved ones and people that you need to hang out with all your other commitments can come after that your financial ones your job your whatever sports whatever it is and try your best to when you're super busy make small pockets of time in the middle of that to recharge into self-care so that you can kind of charge your battery within uses it's kind of like you charge your phone overnight and then you use it a little bit and then you can come home and you can charge it again and then you go somewhere and you charge it in the car and then you can charge it like it's fine it's fine to to have little pockets of moments you can recharge if you can't afford to have a full day or a full week of looking after yourself Now I wanted us to get into the tips for being alone. I only have three because I feel like a lot of it is just doing it, but I think the three are useful. Number one, the thing that helped me the most when I started to try to be alone was to be outside. If you're worried about looking lonely or sad or like you don't have any friends, which is my main anxiety, I was like, I don't want to be walking around and people are like, oh, look, this girl's having a picnic by herself at the beach because none of her friends want to do it and she doesn't have any friends. I used to think that people think like that and sometimes I still do. Like yesterday's example where I went to the beach and I thought, oh my gosh, the beach is going to be so crowded. It's probably groups of people hanging out together and I'm just going to be by myself. Go outside. Go for a walk. Sit in a park. Swim at the beach, etc. I find that it's easier to start hanging out alone when you begin outside as opposed to doing it in a cafe or somewhere inside. Take it easy and you can work up to being in a, in a smaller environment by yourself. Number two is to do some typically lonesome activities first. So do things alone out of the house. I hope that makes sense. For example, if you're going to be in a cafe, maybe you could journal or you could read in a cafe. Do things that just require you. If you're going to be in a cafe and you don't want to read or whatever but you just want to sit there and enjoy your coffee and your banana bread whatever your order is you can pop in some airpods and listen to a podcast things like that things that you would typically do by yourself do them in public by yourself this can be meditation it could be going for a walk if you're outside and just going for a walk it might feel good to walk by the beach alone and you don't kind of look like a loner because that's a typically lonesome activity Go for a drive, go shopping, and I have a really good tip for this actually. 
if you're hanging out like inside a mall or a cafe, get a drink. I do not know the psychology behind this. I don't even know if there's any correlation with these two things, with anxiety of being by yourself in public and having a drink or holding something. But if you're going to a mall, grab a drink and then walk around drinking it. I find that this reduces my anxiety a lot especially when I started doing things alone now I can do it without it but it kind of felt like a bit of a shield you know I felt like oh because I'm holding a drink like it's not that weird I kind of liken it to someone scrolling on their phone in public while they're waiting for something because you don't want to just be staring at nothing you'd rather look at your phone so it doesn't look uncomfortable I think the same effect is had when you're holding a drink and look you don't have to be on your phone you can just walk around hold a drink sip the drink do your window shopping or do your actual shopping and everything remains fine I also think that wearing sunglasses in public also has the same effect so if you're going to the beach or if you're being out like if you're going outside put some sunnies on it does a lot for your confidence and the third point and the last point is that sometimes you just have to push yourself sometimes there are no tips. There's nothing you can do to make it easier or more comfortable. You just have to sit in the discomfort until it becomes comfortable. And I promise you guys, anyone who's like, Selena, no, I literally can't. Like, you don't understand. My anxiety is so bad. You can do it. I feel like the second that you put it in your head that you can do it, you can literally put anything that you have in your mind that you want to achieve. You can do it. You can do it. You can do it. No more negative talk. You can do it. Nothing changes if nothing changes. I had to just do it. Even yesterday, I had to count. That, that might be another tip, actually. Count down. Sometimes you just have to count down. Yesterday, I was in my car, in the car park. I'm like, oh, Selene, I don't want to go. And I was like, you know what? Three, two, one. And I was out of the car. Sometimes you just have to do that. And that's fine. No one, you can just do a mental count. No one has to watch you go, three, two, one. If you feel better yelling it, you do what makes you happy. But you need to do it. Sometimes you just need to do it. The only way sometimes to get through something is just to do it and to get through it. And by the end, you're like, oh, that was so much easier than I anticipated it to be. And that's what we want. We want you to build up that confidence so you can keep doing it. And I honestly, I look forward to it now. Even like going to the movies by myself, going shopping by myself. I love it because I can spend as long as I want there or I can like spend a quick amount of time and I don't have to worry about anyone. I don't have to wait on anyone. And it just, it, it really does get better the more that you do it. So just do it. Just do it. Nike better be sponsoring me now. So yeah, being alone can be a bit scary, but I've gotten so used to doing things alone now that I love it. And I kind of love how it fuels me so I can make time for socializing and for other commitments and for the people in my life that I love and want to make time for. So if I want to go somewhere or do something, I can just go and I can do it. And that gives me a lot of peace in knowing that I'm living my life to the fullest, regardless of if people are doing things with me or not. And I used to wait for someone to do things with and it's just not a healthy way to live your life. Life is too short for that. So that's all for me. If you're listening on Apple Podcasts, leave a review and some stars and I'll give you a kiss. And I still haven't figured out if Spotify has a feedback section. But if you know, and they do, you will also get a kiss if you do that. <laughs> Join our family over on Instagram at Please Don't Leave the Table. As always, thank you for your time, for your space, for your support and for your love. I will see you guys on Saturday for this week's Table Talk. Take care of yourselves.